This episode of Rocket Fuel Radio contains strong language. Get it up. That's not, a, that's not an effort. I'm not taking that bullshit. Get it up and give it a real effort. That is not an effort. That's an effort. Good job. That's it. Give me two more of those. None of that fucking goofy little push off the chest bullshit. Give it an effort. Yes, that's an effort. One more. One more like that. What's up, my fellow dreamers, doers, and entrepreneurs? This is Rocket Fuel Radio. The show about doing good and doing well. I'm Joshua Johnson. This episode is all about intensity and what to do when you're just too much for others to take. Now, if you're like me, then your drive and your passion can make people kind of wonder about you. Most people do not push themselves this hard. And sometimes that intensity causes problems. Now, I found this letter online written by the general manager of a gym in Nebraska to one of its more intense members, presumably a bodybuilder or a powerlifter, basically telling him to never, ever come back. Now, I know a few guys like this, and I can be pretty passionate in the gym, too, so it immediately irritated me when I read it. Now, I'm leaving out the gym's name to avoid getting sued, and also leaving out the name of the gym member in question because it was blacked out of the letter. Here it is. See what you think. This letter is to serve as final notice that your membership to fitness center and weight room has been permanently terminated. After repeated warnings, your inappropriate conduct has repeatedly caused other fitness center members and staff to feel uncomfortable. We strive to make the fitness center a positive environment for members of the community to exercise and achieve a healthy lifestyle. We have come to this determination after receiving multiple reports of your bizarre and threatening conduct in our fitness facilities, dating back to September of 2011. September 16th, we received a notice from facility employees that Mr. B*** was performing an Olympic-style lift in a crowded area of the facility's free weight room. Mr. B*** was shouting obscenities and threatening statements. Mr. B*** was repeatedly shouting, Lightweight baby! Lightweight baby! Frightening other facility patrons. When Mr. B*** was confronted by staff, he reportedly told the staff member, Ain't no thing but a chicken wing, refusing to comply with staff requests. We are unsure of the meaning of Mr. Bland's statements, but believe them to be of a threatening nature. September 29th, we received notice from facility employees that Mr. Bland had threatened another member, an elderly man, for using the facility's squatting rack for another purpose. November 1st, we received notice from facility employees that Mr. B*** had disrobed in the facility's fitness area with other members present. He was reportedly posing in the facility's mirror in an inappropriate athletic undergarment. Several facility members reported his actions to staff. He refused to comply with staff requests, threatening staff members and shouting about aesthetics. We are unsure of the meaning of Mr. B***'s statements, but believe them to be of a threatening nature. November 9th, we received notice from facility employees that Mr. B*** was slamming weights to the floor, creating loud noise and damaging facility equipment. This notice is final. Please do not enter f 
facility's property or attempt to respond to this notice, we will be forced to contact the authorities if you break the conditions of this notice. Sincerely, General Manager. Okay, I know this guy sounds like a jerk, and he probably is, but think of it from his perspective. Here's a guy who has clearly put years in on his physique, and he is trying to keep improving it, and the people around him are getting in the way of that. Now, at a certain point, you just got to know how to get roadblocks out of your way and keep driving toward what you want. I think we can relate to that. But there's one person I know who I figured could relate to exactly this situation. Someone I suspected had been through it himself on the path to becoming a professional strongman, wrestler, and bodybuilder. And someone who, I am proud to say, used to be my trainer. Good. Very nice. Across the Golden Gate Bridge north of San Francisco is a private training center run by John Anderson. Ever hear of those World Strongest Man contests? He's competed there. You know those pro wrestlers who perform all over the world? He is one. And those bodybuilders with insane physiques, the ones who look like walking tanks? Oh yeah, he's got that too. Very nice. On this day, he's training biceps, holding a 60-pound dumbbell in each hand. He's sitting on a slightly reclined bench to force his biceps to work harder. Watching John lift is amazing, even though he kind of sounds like the Tasmanian devil. These guys are finishing up in time for John to talk with me about that letter you just heard and then to get on with training the amateur strongman group. That's the group I used to train with before knee and back issues got in the way. Anyway, after John's next set, I'm about to tell him how awesome it looked. But in his view... That fucking sucked. It's kind of pulling on my... I can feel it pulling on my pack, you know, because the bicep and the pack are connected. Once his training was over, we stepped outside to talk about the letter. Now, I viewed John and this gym member somewhat similarly. Very aggressive lifters, highly accomplished, probably the kind of guys that non-elite gym goers find very intimidating. So I expected John to take the guy's side. And he did. For a minute. Here's our conversation. Number one, I feel for Mr. I'm talking about this side of the fence because... Gyms are not always very willing to work with aggressive style athletes. But now here's the flip side. There are so many wannabe aggressive style athletes that create problems for the, the real ones, you know, like myself and many others who have paid 20 years plus dues in this. So when you got a guy that's taking his drawers down in the middle of the gym and posing and threatening members and doing things just because he's trying to draw attention to himself, it makes a really, really bad name for those of us who have paid our dues that do understand that you can get what you want from this gym if you do it with a little respect and a little ethics. I imagine that some people who look at you and kind of what you've done and what you've accomplished presume that that's the way to do it. You go in, you kind of act like a Neanderthal, you know, elbow people out of the way, you do whatever you got to do to reach whatever you consider your pinnacle. And what you're saying is that's not really all there is to it. There's more to it than that. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing that I really want to reference here is the threatening of anybody. Um, it, it, you know, I mean, I don't even know where, I don't even know if you have to explain yourself on that. I mean, it's, you can, you can go about 
doing what you want to do without threatening, especially an elderly person. <laughs> I mean, you know, Mr. You know, let's see if he'll threaten me. I mean, of course he's not going to threaten. He's not going to threaten me. The guy is feeding on easy prey. That's what makes me think that he's one of these jerk offs that's just trying to get people to look at him because, you know, he's blowing up on the old man. He's not blowing up on somebody who could actually stand up and, and defend himself. Let's broaden this out a bit. This is a podcast for anyone who's entrepreneurial, got a goal. And I know, you know, living here in the Bay Area, Silicon Valley, you got a lot of people who figure, I'm going to win at all costs. I'm going to go in there, be intense, be aggressive, just kind of run over whoever you need to run over to get things done. So let me let me speak on that because I have a huge entrepreneurial spirit myself. I've created, you know, a handful of successful businesses in the process of working on some new projects. I love it. That's what gets me up in the morning. However, unless you're a complete dumb son of a bitch, especially in the world of business and entrepreneurship, you recognize really, really quickly how to get what you want. 99.999% of the time, you don't do it by threatening people and taking your pants off in the middle of the gym. If this guy really wanted to have this place as a facility, obviously going back to our original topic, if he really wanted to have this for a facility because he felt it was important for him to train there, he would find a way to do what he wanted to do in a way where he got what he wanted, but he wasn't at risk of getting kicked out of there. But obviously he's not, he doesn't truly, he's not really there for the purpose that we're speaking of. He's not really for lack of better terms, an entrepreneur of his athleticism because he's just there trying to get people to look at him. So for people who are trying to figure out how to get what they want, how to balance that intensity with <laughs> some decency, how would you suggest they go about it? Intensity can, can come in many shapes and sizes and forms. Another way that you could kind of take and, and shape the word intensity into business would be focus. You know, it, an intense focus. When you see somebody that's got something that you want, the odds are you're not going to get what you want through threatening that person. You're going to get what you want by relating to that person and, and finding a way to let that person know that, that you understand what's going on and that there is a way for you to move forward rather than you forcing him to move forward. Anybody who's got any sack, you know, especially in the business world, is not going to budge because you tell him he has to. <laughs> it's that simple. You know, so I would say, you know, get the intensity in business and getting what you want. I would relate more to focus and drive. You know, it does, intensity for business and entrepreneurship might mean that you've got the sack to work every day, 15 hours a day for three years. One more thing uh, before I let you go back in and, and train the strongman group. Uh, you basically look like an action figure you know that and i know that you well you do i think the gi joe people are going to come and take a 3d model of you sooner or later because you're built like an action figure and i'm sure that it surprises some people i don't know that it surprised me when i first met you before we trained together but it surprises some people how nice you are and the difference between the way that you train how intense you are when you train and then just how you relate to people one-on-one -on -one. Is that, would you say, one of the bigger misconceptions about this kind of pursuit, or? I think that, to be honest, uh, it's usually the people who have not made it, who have not reached, you know, the heights they want to, that are cocksuckers. It's the people that want to get somewhere, but are deep down know they don't have what it takes to get there. They're the ones that try to throw their weight around and make everybody else think that they're the man, and they, usually they do it 
through means of, you know, downplaying other people. You know, people that have, you know, climbed the mountain, they want to see other people climb the mountain too. And they're always willing to lend a hand or lend some advice to help people get there, provided that, you know, the people that come and, and look for, for help do it with a little respect and, and a little, uh, uh, you know, a little thoughtfulness of how they enter the situation. But the bottom line is I've been doing this stuff for over 20 years <clears throat> and I've had two very successful careers actually starting the embark of my third as a pro bodybuilder. And uh, when you've had a lot of success, uh, you know what it takes. You know that it takes a special person to achieve those high levels. You want to see people do that. You know that not everybody, every, they're, they're, these people are not standing on every street corner. So when one comes along that really can make the climb, you know, you want to pat them on the butt and help them up the hill. Okay, so I was dead wrong about this one. And John is absolutely right. There's intensity, or focus, if you like, and then there's just being a jerk. The difference? Self-interest. John's point, if I hear him right, is that truly successful people do not need to intimidate others. They respect the journey and want to make it easier, not harder. Thumping your chest like King Kong just means you are ready to meet the same fate as that gorilla and get shot down. Let's rock and roll. So I think a good way here is what, a quarter on each side? So after John schooled me, it was time for the strongman group to train. A lot of strongman events have time limits, so speed is key to winning. The guys were going to work on that by doing a barbell exercise called a clean and press. It's that move where you lift the barbell quickly from the ground to the top of your chest and then press it quickly overhead. Hey, you want to hear something funny too, John? I got kicked out of World Gym. For no reason, too. Literally, he just said, best of luck, and hey, sent an email. Hey, I got nothing wrong with it. He said I was too intense or something. Well, he just had an interview about that. One of the guys in the group, let's call him Jeremy, not his real name, could not have known how perfect his comment was right then. He must have had no idea. But he caught on pretty quickly once I started asking questions. You got kicked out of World Gym? Yeah. What happened? Nothing. I didn't do anything wrong. I'm working hard politely, minding my own business. And I'm rolling, by the way. But what happened? No, I don't know. <laughs> Now it's a secret. Then it was time to train. And this is where we see the difference between intensity and focus. Thanks to Jeremy. All right, here we go. Set it ready. Yeah. Begin, begin. One by one, the guys went through a kind of relay race with barbells, each one heavier than the one before. They had to clean and press each one 10 times with only a few rest periods between sets. Now, I've done this exercise, and I can tell you, it's not about strength. Yes, you will get stronger doing this, but it's really about toughness and grit, deciding you are going to finish the set, whether your body wants to or not. Jeremy was fighting through the relay like everyone else, but after a while, I could clearly see the focus disappear. His body was beginning to quit, and his mind was starting to agree. But John was not having it. That's not an effort. I'm not taking that bullshit. Get it up and give it a real effort. That is not an effort. Ah! Give it an effort. Ah! Yes, that's an effort. One more. 
Rep by excruciating rep, John demanded progress, giving Jeremy no outs. This was a teachable moment for everyone. Okay, now I want first off, awesome fucking job. Second off, can we agree that this is complete bullshit? You did that a handful of times, you did four more after that. Can we agree that that's crap? No more of that? Yes, we'll be fine. What is it, what? This little thing where you're saying I'm giving the best I can and then, and then I yell at you and you pump that three more. I, I can't think right now. That's okay. Well, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna, this is an issue that's going to be addressed because I don't want that crap anymore. Okay? So tell me when you're ready to talk about it because you did an awesome job and I want you to recognize the difference when you try and not try. After the set, everyone was on the floor, mostly lying flat on their backs, just spent. But this was the beginning of a three-hour training session, and John had more work to do with them, including making sure everyone's heads were in the right place. All right, you ready to talk to me, Jay? What's up? Doing strongman training was one of the greatest experiences of my life, and for sure one of the hardest. But it also made the rest of my life easier. When you spent Sunday morning flipping an 800-pound tire and carrying 400 pounds of weights down a 125-foot course, work on Monday morning is a snap. Now, as I said, I had to stop Strongman for several reasons, but I plan to train again someday. Yeah, I train hard at the gym now, but it's not the same. There's something special about working alongside people who understand your intensity, share your focus, and know what it really takes to be a success. And that is Rocket Fuel Radio. I hope you'll share this podcast with a friend on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. I would love to hear from you. Write to me, Joshua at RocketFuelRadio.com. The show is also on Twitter, at Rocket Fuel Radio. You'll find pictures and videos of John, plus a link to his training philosophy book, Deep Water, online at RocketFuelRadio.com. And special thanks to my good friend Rachel Myro for performing that gym termination letter. Until we meet again, this is Joshua Johnson. Remember, you are going to make it. I believe it, and you should too. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.